Amen. And God bless you on tonight. How grateful we are to be um, in Bible study tonight and just to see that God is still blessing. Amen. Yes, he is. Amen. It's good to see Sister Younger on. It's so good to see her. I see she's looking good as always. We thank God for her. Amen. We thank God for uh, Sister Shayla. Amen. And we thank God for Dr. and Sister Woodard as well. Amen. Amen. I don't want to be before you too long tonight, but turn with me to the book of Exodus, the 15th chapter. Exodus chapter 15, verses 22 through 27. Exodus chapter 15, verses 22 through 27. When you have it, you be kind by saying amen. 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 You look and say, hold up. Okay, I didn't hear anybody today, so we, we good. Amen. Exodus chapter 15, verses 22 through 27 says, Then Moses led Israel on from the Red Sea. And they went out to the wilderness of Shur. They journeyed for three days in the wilderness without finding water. They came to Marah, but they could not drink the water at Marah because it was bitter. That is why it was named Mar. The people grumbled to Moses, what are we going to drink? So he cried out to the Lord and the Lord showed him a tree. When he threw it into the water, the water became drinkable. The Lord made a statue and ordinance for them at Marah, and he tested them there. He said, if you will carefully obey the Lord your God, do what is right in his sight, pay attention to his commands and keep all his statues, I will not inflict any illnesses on you that I inflicted on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. Then they came to Elam, where there were 12 springs and 70 date palms, and they camped there by the water. And for a few minutes tonight, I simply want to talk about a turnaround in the midst of a tough journey. Turnaround in the midst of a tough journey. This wilderness, as, as I start this introduction, this wilderness of Shur was the same wilderness of Ephraim. And it appears in Numbers chapter 33, verse 8. And this wilderness of Shur was the fourth part of the wilderness of Ephraim. And for about six hours from the springs of Moses, and where according to the tradition of the country, the children of Israel landed being directly over against Plasma or Paharioth, which is called Cedar. Y'all with me? And the name of the city Mara means bitter or bitterness. And it is said that these waters came from the bitter fountains that the one of the historians Pliny speaks of and that they are between the Nile and the Red Sea. But others have said that these waters were in the desert of Arabia. And the ancient Greek historian Theodorus Seculus says it, that this is where it was located and that it is also speaking of the Trigolodites who were people that lived in a cave and stayed close to the Red Sea. And scholars have said in talking about this tree that it comes from Exodus chapter 38 verse 5. 
and scholars have said that this tree was worm. It was a wormwood tree. And some others have said that even the tree itself was bitter and it enlarged the blessing of the miracle because you have, because watch this in the text, you got bitter people, you got bitter water, and now you got a bitter tree. <laughs> Y'all with me? So you got bitter people, bitter water, and now you got a bitter tree. And now you see Pastor Moses is the leader and he is leading the people, but even in leading the people, there are moments when you hit a snag. You might hit a snag, but watch this. Because when you are led to the wilderness, there's purpose even in the wilderness. Y'all going to pray with me for a little while? Because the name of Moses in the Hebrew means the prophet and lawgiver of Exodus. This word wilderness in the Hebrew means it's, it's the name, it's called Midbar, and that means pasture and uninhibited land. This word cried in the Hebrew means to cry out, to call for help, and to cry in distress and in need. The name of God means the existing one and the one true God. And this word sweet means to become pleasing. So now Moses is now leading the people. And Sister, and Sister Younger, they've been on a three-day journey. And now because they're on a three-day journey, they still are without water. But Sunrise, what's great about the text is that even though they were thirsty, they didn't immediately drink because the water was bitter. Because in life, you can drink water, but that water that you drink really sometimes won't satisfy any of us, especially if it's contaminated with some bitterness. Because, watch this, just because you are thirsty doesn't mean you should drink the first cup that's offered to you. Yeah. Especially when you don't know where it's come from or who is serving it. Because all water ain't good water. Yeah. I wish I had a witness. We see in the text that even though you might grumble, it's better to get it from the Lord than trying to get it for yourself. Oh, yeah. Life is like that, right? Because can we all be real? Impatience can really be, be damaging if we get ahead of God and then acquire something that never brings us complete satisfaction. Because mm. you have to be careful of what you do in the wilderness. You got to be careful about what you say in the wilderness. And watch this. You have to be careful how you treat people and the leader when you're in the wilderness. Because even though they were in the wilderness, they still want to know what would they drink. Y'all with me? Then Moses calls out to God. Then the Lord gives Moses this tree, and when the tree was put in the water, 
they were able to drink. But here it is. The water wasn't drinkable until Moses talked to God. You're right. Because right. <laughs> right. it's, it's when when the Lord intervenes, that's when the dry mouths were satisfied. And come on, and I know we I know it's Bible stuff, but we ought to thank God even right there that there have been times that when God has intervened, God has turned a bad situation into a good situation. No matter what it is, or no matter what you're dealing with, or no matter what you're facing, when you give it to God and when you let God have it, God is able to turn any situation that looks bad, any situation that looks tough, any situation that looks rough, God is able to turn that situation around for your good and for my good. I, I can tell you a story. I can tell you a story. Sister Younger gave, she sent me a, a good praise report about her checkup at the doctor. I hope she don't mind me saying this, but it's going to fit right here. Sister Young, you can testify God is able to turn a situation around no matter what it looks like. Even though the water was rough right now, God is able to make it sweet. Dr. Wood, you can testify about God making some sweet water. Sister Wood, you can testify about God making some sweet water. My wife can testify. I can testify. All of us have it have been as it seemed like in our own wilderness. Have you ever been to the wilderness? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You ever been to the wilderness? Oh, yeah. The wilderness is rough. But if you stay there, but if you stay there, you can worship God because you see what God is about to do. Because watch this, the leader talked to God. Three days. How long? Say it again. I said it's been. I've been in the wilderness more than any three days. <laughs> we've all been there, Sister Younger. We've all been there. And and the thing is, Moses is the leader, right? Yeah. He's talking to God. Because yeah. see, you can follow the leader when the leader follows God. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Moses turned to God. And see, in order for the people to get the water, they had to wait on God and Moses. Yes, they did. <laughs> it was when Moses talked to God, the water became sweet and the people were able to drink. I like this. The people, it was it's like it was a try, it was like it was a it was a math, it was a math equation. You got add, add, and then you got your final answer. One, the people brought it, then two, Moses brought it to God, and now we got our answer. They put it in the hands of God, and now what you see, you got sweet water. <laughs> because when you are the leader, you have to pray and talk to God just as much as you want the people to pray and talk to God. Yes. The leader has to pray and talk to God even more if he's going to lead God's people. If the leader is going to lead God's people, the leader has to have that devotional life with God. Y'all with me? Because when you talk to God, you can be at ease. And when the people talk to God, they'll be at ease. Even though they were in a bitter spot. Yes. I mean, think about this. You in the wilderness <laughs> for three days. Sister Young, you hit it right on the nose. Three days without water. Could you imagine being in the wilderness three days without water? Yeah. 
Three ain't without water, not with, without. <laughs> but they got sweet water, but they also got a test, as we're going to see later in the text. They got a test from the Lord. Because it doesn't just stop at the blessing of the water, right? But it continues after the water because it's then what do you do once you get the water? First, First Thessalonians 5 verse 11 through 14 says it this way. It says, therefore, encourage one another and build each other up as you are already doing. Now we ask you, brothers and sisters, to give recognition to those who labor among you and lead you in the Lord and admonish you and to regard them very highly in love because of their work. Be at peace among yourselves. And we escort, and we exhort you, brothers and sisters, warn those who are idle, comfort the discouraged, help the weak, and be patient with everyone. Yes. Psalms 19 verses 7 through 11 says it this way. The instruction of the Lord is perfect, renewing one's life. The testimony of the Lord is trustworthy, making the inexperienced wise. The precepts of the Lord are right, making the heart glad. The command of the Lord is radiant, making the eyes light up. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The ordinances of the Lord are reliable and altogether righteous. They are more desirable than gold and abundance of pure gold and sweeter than honey dripping from a honeycomb. In addition, your servant is warmed by them and in keeping them, there is an abundance award. Is there anybody that wants to be blessed? Y'all with me? I want to be blessed, <laughs> but I but if I want to be blessed, and if sunrise, if we want to be blessed as we walk with the Lord, sometimes we got to go to the wilderness. Yeah, that is true. We got to go to the wilderness, but when we give it to God and leave it alone, God will bless. Now, let's be real. That's easier said than done. <laughs> right? I mean, think, look at the text. Moses could have fought the people, right? He could have. But there was too many of them, right? As we, as we see. What Moses gave to God. But if I was, if I was in that crowd, I would have been grumbling too. Three days without nothing to drink. Come on now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, let, let's be real. It's hard enough for us when when we are when we are called to fast and we had to give up some food and some some drinks and some sweets and even some TV. Sister Wooder, we don't like to do that all the time. That's hard. Yeah. And then and then Sister Younger Dr. Wooder, we fast and don't let don't catch us on that wrong day when we fast and we already tested and somebody tests us even more. Mm -hmm. I wish I wish I'll talk with me. I'm telling you. But yeah. Moses showed great patience and leadership. You know how he did it? He turned to God. And when he turned to God, that's when the answer came. And sometimes that's what we have to do as members in our personal life, in our in our, in our spiritual life, in our walk with God. We always got to turn to God. Because there is, some, there is some stuff that we all deal with. But here's the thing about this text. 
What will it solve if everybody is complaining, but nobody's offering up a solution or praying? We all can argue, but what good is that doing if we are giving our energy away like that and we're still dealing with the problem of no water? Absolutely. I wish I had a witness. First Corinthians, First Corinthians chapter one, verse 10 says it this way. First Corinthians chapter one, verse 10 says this way. Now I urge you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree in what you say, that there be no divisions among you and that you be united with the same understanding and the same conviction. Y'all with me? Yeah. Romans chapter 12 verse 16 said it this way live in harmony with one another do not be proud instead associate with the humble do not be wise in your own estimation 1st Peter chapter 2 verse 1 through 5 says therefore rid yourself of all malice all deceit hypocrisy envy and all slander like newborn infants desire the pure milk of the word so that by it you may grow up into your salvation. If you have tasted the Lord, that the Lord is good as you come to him, a living stone rejected by people, but chosen to honor by God, you yourselves as living stones, a spiritual house are being built to be a holy priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Uh-oh, but can I say it like this? Uh-oh. Y'all know what I'm going to say, right? It's going to what? It's going to get a little tight. going to get a little tight. The people may have grumbled, but this is why I tell this is why I want to tell us. Never let what frustrates you make you miss out on the promise. Yes, amen to that. Amen. There's a promise that's coming, but you might have to endure some problems in order to get there. Mm -hmm. But what? But it's about getting there. It, I know it looks like you won't get there, but don't think that you can't. And don't think that it'll always be this way. And don't think that things won't improve. It can always get better and be better if you believe in God. Make sure you believe in God. Make sure you talk to God. Make sure you trust in the Lord even when you are dealing with some tough things, tough times, and tough circumstances. The Lord is there and the Lord will make the difference. Yes, yes he will. See, the Lord will make the difference, but you have to be able to trust in God when things don't look or feel good. Mm -hmm. And in the text, they are without water, they're tired, they're frustrated, but God is there. Yes. Now, I was telling my wife this, this the other day. I went to, because I'm, you know, I, I've been vaccinated, so I'm going back to the gym to work out. You know, I, I like to work out. That's one of my stress release. I remember Sister Woodard asked me that question during my pastoral interview. I remember that sitting in that chair in the front of the church. She asked me, what do you do for stress? Sister Young, I said, I like to work out. So I'm going back to the gym to work out. So 
I, I like to work out Planet Fitness. That's where I got my gym membership. So I went to a Planet Fitness, not the, not too far away from uh from the house. But when I got there, Dr. Woodard, I was upset, and this is why I was upset. For one, it was it was it was it's not big like the normal ones I go to. But this was my problem. When you go to the gym, and everybody knows this, you are going there to work out. Yes. But there's always some folk that stand around all in the way, don't do nothing, and then the machines are right by each other. So you see, when I work out, since I like to have a little space. I, I need my space. I need my space. Have, I put my earphones in. I need my space. But then everybody in the way, right? So everybody's in the way. So and so me trying to work out, it ain't really working that well. So finally, I just say, you know what? Okay, I'm, I'm going to do a little bit, but I'm, but I'm leaving. But then I found another spot in the gym where nobody was. And Dr. Woodard, when I found the spot where nobody was, I could really enjoy my workout. Oh, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going somewhere. At one point, Sister Younger, I was around everybody and frustrated. But when I found another spot, that's when that's when I was able to really enjoy the workout. I'm just saying, even in bitter water, even when life gets bitter and circumstances get bitter, it might be bad right now, but God has a way of turning it around. Because just like in the gym, just like in life, you might be right now in the wilderness where it's bitter. But if you just wait a little while, just like I found another spot, God got a tree he's about to send. God's about to send a tree that's about to make everything sweet. God's about to send a tree that's about to bless you like never before. God is about to send a tree that's about to take care of you like never before. You just got to hold on and hang in there just a little while longer. But when you hold on and hang in there, God has a tree that's just for you that's about to turn this pool around that was bitter. God got a tree. Because he's got all power. Anybody know he got all power? Oh, yes. But have you ever noticed we all get tested by God? Yes. When yes. I was when I was looking at the text and I was studying the text, it's interesting. The tree to make the water sweet, Dr. Wood, comes after Moses says it's bitter water. Yes. <laughs> but even still, all it took, Sister Younger was a tree and an and an action from God that made things better. Yeah. Now imagine this. Can I, can huh? I ask the question? Uh-huh, go ahead. Because I did not know until you said your prelude that the tree at first was bitter. I thought maybe it was a sweet tree. And then when it dropped into the water, that made well, it Right, sweet. yeah. The, the water was bitter at first. Yeah. And then, according to scholars, scholars have said that this tree was actually bitter, that the tree was not sweet until it came into the water, until God touched the tree. That's how it became sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We good? Yeah. But, but, and I'm glad you asked the question, because watch this. They're in the wilderness. They've dealt with bitter water. Now they've gotten tested by God, right? Yeah. And now God has turned a bitter situation into a sweet situation. But Sister Wood, Sister Woodard, here, 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 
Here's where God got to me, me personally. Because even though you get the water, it's what you do after you get the water that makes all the difference. Yeah. Because after the blessing comes, after the blessing shows up, after the blessing gets to you, what do you do when it's given to you? Because look at verse 26 of the text. Verse 26 of the text shows us there are things that can be avoided when we follow God. See, we have to follow the words of God, the laws of God, and the word of God. Did y'all see that in verse 26? Because watch this. Sister Shayla, God is our healer. And uh-oh, we can, we all, all of us and there's so many that can save themselves. Plenty of trouble when we follow the word of God. Yes, yeah, that is so true. Who are you following? Who are you listening to? Who are you talking to? I just got, because, because, can, can we be real? Can we be real? All right. As we look at the text, as we, as we look at this, sometimes you got to be careful of listening to people in the crowd because the crowd can be dangerous to your spirit and when you listen to everything Satan loves to cause to cause watch this division in a tough situation oh yeah oh yes that's his job Satan likes to cause trouble and make things watch this more bitter yes that's why even though it gets hard sometimes don't let your joy or the joy of the group be tarnished because of a short season of bitter water. Yeah. <laughs> the water is bitter right now, but that don't mean it's going to be bitter always. Yes, that's right. It's like, since we're talking about water, can we? let me talk about pools. It's like pools. You know, sometimes they close pools because they need to be clean. Oh yeah. yeah. And then they close pools because y'all y'all see y'all see when leaves get in pool. Who want to swim yeah. with leaves in a pool? Yeah. yeah. Leaves get in pool. They got they got to put in solution to make sure that the pool is taken care of because if you if you get in a pool and it ain't been cleaned correctly, there's some, they can make your body mess up. There's some chemicals in there. Yeah. I wish I had a witness. Yeah. But it's yeah. got to be clean first in order for you to swim. Yeah, that's right. Ain't that the same way life is sometimes? That sometimes I know I know it gets frustrating, but every now and again you gotta let God clean the pool before you try to take a swim. Because if you get in the pool and you swim and the water ain't been clean, it can cause some rough stuff, it can cause some rough patches, it can cause some rough things to happen. But if you wait on God, God is able to clean that messy situation. Yes, man. Psalms 27 verse 13 through 14 says this, I am certain that I will see the Lord's goodness in the land of living. Wait for the Lord, be strong, and let your heart be courageous. Wait for the Lord. First John chapter 2 verses 24 through 27 says, 
What you have heard from the beginning is to remain in you. If what you have heard from the beginning remains in you, then you will remain in the son and in the father. And this is the promise that he himself made to us eternal life. I have written these things to you concerning those who are trying to deceive you. As for you, the anointing you receive from him remains in you. And you don't need anyone to teach you. Instead, his anointing teaches you about all things and is true and is not a lie. Just that it has taught you remain in him. And here it is. James chapter 1 verse 22 through 27. But be doers of the word. And not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. Because if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like someone looking at his own face in a mirror. For he looks at himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of person he was. But the one who looks intently into the perfect law of freedom and perseveres in it and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer who works this person will be blessed in what he does. If anyone thinks he is religious without controlling his tongue, his religion is useless and he deceives himself. Pure and undefiled religion before God the Father is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself unstained from the world. I know that was a lot, but, that, but, but, but it's going to make a point. And the point is, we have to keep the word of God. Yes. And when we keep the word of God, we can keep the word of God. We can make it through bitter yes. water. Yeah. Water can be bitter. Water can be dirty. Water can be testy. But water doesn't have to flood you if you stay on the right boat. Yeah. <laughs> Stay on the right boat. Stay with the Lord. And don't let things that you can't control cause mm -hmm. separation. Yes. Keep following God. Keep walking with God and keep trusting in the Lord. Even though it gets bitter, it gets better. Yeah. Say it again. It might be bitter right now, but it's getting better. It's like, it's like, let me put it, let me put it, it's like, you know, as you know, I'm, I'm an avid sports fan. I, I, I love sports. I, I love sports to this day. I don't love the fact, as I said before, I don't love the fact that the Chiefs lost the Super Bowl. I'm still not happy about that. And I make no apologies for that. I'm still, now, I, I yes, Pastor drank some bitter water. I'm, I'm still drinking a little bit of water. The Lord working on me. It's going to get sweet. It's going to get sweet. The Lord working on me. Okay. But I have to remember the year before we were down. We had some lead. We had some teams have big leads on us. But Dr. Woodard, they came back and won the Super Bowl. Yeah. So if I can take winning, I got to take losing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Am I right about it? If I can take a winning, I still have to take a losing because it won't always be a celebration the way I want it to be. But God has a way of using even my hurts to still get glory. Can I get a witness here? God can use your hurt. God can use what's, what's, what's really hurting you, what's really drowning you, what's really making you uneasy for his glory. 
is. Amen. Amen. But we got to keep on trusting in God. We got to keep on believing in God. And we got to keep on waiting on God. There was a day he froze this tree. Now, can we use a little imagery here? Imagine you're, you're in this wilderness. You're with Moses, right? You see Moses cries to God. Yes. Cries to God. Yes. About what's going on. And let yes. me say right right here. Have you ever cried to God? Oh yes. Because oh. you really ain't had a relationship with God until you had to cry to God. And it's okay to cry to God. Yeah. It's okay to really give it to God. Moses gives it, gives this to God. And I, what else I like about it is Moses knew what he was limited in. Yes, yes. And he gave it to God. It's okay to say, God, I need your help. God, I need you right now. Yes, yes. So they're in the wilderness. Moses is crying to God. Let's, let, let, let's put it back. Three days without water. Mm -hmm. And they even, they doing a fast and didn't even ask for one. <laughs> three days without water. Three days, three days. Moses is emotional. The people are emotional. It's in the text. Moses is emotional. The people are emotional. But what? But then look what happens. God comes to the rescue. Yeah. Yeah. God comes to the rescue. Sister yes. Wilson, he comes to the rescue. So now, Sister Younger, emotions turn around. <laughs> because if you look, because if you, if, you, if you look, somebody go, 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 to verse, go to verse 27 of the text. Go to verse 27 of the text. Go to verse 27 of the text. It says, then they came to Elam where the 12 springs and 70 date palms, and they camped there by the water. And then look at verse 26. God says, if you will carefully obey the Lord your God, do what is right in his sight, pay attention to his commands and keep all statutes, I will not inflict any illnesses on you that I inflicted on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. Yes. God is making a promise, right? And now, yes. look, they're camped now by the water. They went from not having to now sleeping by and sleeping with. <laughs> I wish y'all see that. I was all oh, getting happy. The same at the start. See, see, that's why you can't. That's why you can't quit too soon. That's why you can't give up too soon. That's why you can't throw in the towel too soon. Because even though it started out bad. It became great. It became better. It turned around. That's all to be encouragement. God always knows how to remove the dark clouds. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. God knows how to remove the dark clouds. I mean, Dr. Willard, look, look, look at them. 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 They're in a, a 
bad situation. They're in a rough situation. They're in a situation that's testing them. But even in the testing, can you still trust God? Yes. Absolutely. And here's the thing. It's important that even in these moments when it gets when it gets hard, when it gets tight, you got to keep the group encouraged and you got to keep the leader encouraged. Yes, yes. Because Moses followed God's direction and the leader always follows God. But watch this. When the leader follows God, that don't mean it's always understandable. But it's purposeful and promising. Because sometimes God will commission a leader to do some strange things. Yes, so true. But he but the leader's got to do it. He or she's got to do it because God has commanded them to do it. Yes. But that's also when we trust God. And when we trust God, we know that in every situation. God is going to work it out. You got to believe that and know that God will work it out. Even in rough water, God will work it out. Even when you, when, when you, when, when you, when you, when you are frustrated, God will work it out. Even when, when, it, when it's hard, God will work it out. Even when you get fed up. God will work out. Even when you say, I don't want to do this anymore. I can't go down this road anymore. I'm tired. I'm just sick and tired of being sick and tired. God will work it out. Won't God work it out? Everybody ought to know. God will work it out. He's going to work it out. Now, it may not be when you want him to, but you're going to want him to work it out when he get ready. You're going to want to work it out when, when he's ready. You're going to want him to work it out. God will work it out. Yes, he will. Yes, he it's will. Like, it's like, you know, God will work it out. And, you know, it, 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 it brings me back. I remember because I can recall growing up sometimes and I saw my parents struggle. You know, I don't always talk about it, but it's going to make sense now. I saw my parents struggle. I saw how it was hard sometimes. I saw how my mom cried. I saw how my dad had to, sometimes I had to work two jobs. I saw how, you know, I saw I saw the tears. I heard the tears. I never forget one time, one night, when things were a little tight. My mom came home, and she cried, and she she closed the. We tried to hug her. She closed the door, and she cried. And I just remember how sad she was, and it made me cry. Thinking about it right now, it was about to make me cry. But, and that's why I'm so, but I'm so appreciative for my parents and, you know, I love them dearly to this day, you know, but I saw the pain that they went through to raise us. I saw 
my mom go without for us. I saw my what my dad did. I saw, matter of fact, Dr. Wooder, my older sister, some of the things she did because she knew, Sister Younger, my parents were struggling. Mm-hmm. So my older sister, Sister Wooder, would take us to the mall, buy shoes, buy us clothes. Mm-hmm. But I saw the pain that in, that existed in my own yeah. family. Yes, I hear you. Yes, they could have been. They could have been bitter. Yeah. They could have been upset. They yeah. could have been mad. But g- glory to God. That's why I always say I had the best mama in the world. Because every Sunday morning, say that same thing. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Because you know what, sister younger, every Sunday morning. We were in church. Mm-hmm. Now there was a period in the season I remember when we weren't in church, mm-hmm. and then one, and then that's when things were really tight, Doctor Wood. But once Mama got us back in church and Dad was coming back to church, we were in church. We we heard the word of God, even though we were in some bitter water. God turned that around. Yes, it did, and it made me appreciate what they went through. It made me appreciate and be and, and, and have grat- gratitude because I saw what they had to go through. But because they went through it and because they kept trusting in God, God turned. I saw God turn turn us from living in a rented house to renting an apartment to having our own big two story house. I saw God turn that situation around. I saw how God turned our situation around when we didn't have when we didn't have the nicest cars, but then God blessed. I saw that personally because God turned it around. Yes, yes, yes. He threw a tree in our direction and bit a water and made it sweet. Even my my own life story, there are times I can be, I was bitter. As I get ready to close this, there were times I was bitter. I can tell you about an instance where and I'm not ashamed of it now. I used to be, but I'm not now. It's just part of my life story. That there was a time me and my mother had to share a car. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. My car died on me, Sister Young. Matter of fact, <laughs> two cars died on me, Dr. Wood. Mm. Sister Wood, I had to share a car with my mom. But my mom was my mom did so much for me. Cause she let me take that car to church. Let me take that car to, it was a 2003 Dodge Durango. She let me take it black. She let me take it to church. She let me take it to school. But in spite of that, it was tough on me. Lost a relationship. Cause I was sharing a car with my mother. But in spite of that, I could have been bitter. Yeah. But when you wait a lot, well, when you wait long enough, and here's the other part of that story. I, we took that car to get it fixed one day at Don Davis in Arlington. Sunrise, they messed up and blew a gasket in that car. So, but, 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 but here's where it gets good, Dr. Wood. We could have been bitter, but God turned a blown gasket car and let us walk out the lot with two cars. Amen. <laughs> hmm yeah, that's all right. Could have been bitter. Was bitter. But like I said, I saw what God can do 
when you wait on him long enough, he's able to turn things around. So sunrise, I ain't, I ain't even mean to go there. I don't know why that that was, I, that, I don't know. That's just the Holy Spirit speaking. But Amen. God is able yes, to is. turn those things around. Yes. Even in a bitter situation. Yes. With tears flowing down your eyes. Yes. With your head down low. Which when you're wondering why this, why that, Lord, when you just got so much on your plate, when you're dealing with so much, when, when, when sometimes all you can do is get in your car and just cry, get in your car and just holler, get in your car and just scream. In spite of all of that, remember, there's a tree with your name yeah. on it. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say it again. There's a tree. Every yeah. There's a tree with your name on it. Yeah. And if you just wait on God, that tree is going to bless you, it's going to take care of you, and it's going to take you to where you need to go. Amen. 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 Give Amen. God a hand clap of praise.